Hi, ladies. Welcome to episode 75 of This Mama Means Business. But more importantly, welcome to the last episode of the year. Holy moly. I can't believe that 2022 is wrapping up. And in some ways, it's felt like a really long year. But then in others, it kind of feels like 2020 was just like yesterday. Does anybody feel the same? I'm bringing you a little bit of a different episode today because I wanted to close this year out with a little bit of reflection. And so I have gone through my normal end of year practice and I wanted to share what I do with you in case it's useful. As we've talked about on this podcast before, I'm not a journaler. I don't often sit down and script things out unless it's around my events. I probably should, but I just never have. So what I actually like to do is go back through my Instagram story archive. So I'm pretty active on Instagram stories. I like to share, I wouldn't say every day, but most days I share on there. And it's just a little bit of a real life glimpse into what's going on behind the scenes, right? I don't share much on my actual profile. I have just the nine grid, which... I'm actually going to share about in an upcoming episode because it has taken so much pressure off me. And the fact that I don't have to post and share to my profile is just so freeing. And I've actually seen an increase in my engagement, in my reach, in my numbers, which is just wild. So I'll share that coming up soon. But today I wanted to share a little bit about my end of year practice and what my year looked like and then what my intention is for 2023. Now, as I mentioned, so I go back through my Instagram story archives and I look month by month, I just scroll through what I was sharing on Instagram story to get a glimpse of the month as a whole. So I've actually made some notes and I want to completely let you behind the curtain today and even share money even share numbers, everything, right? Everything that I noted down. And I must say, I think the biggest takeaway from looking through that just now is consistency and dedication. I am really proud that I was able to be consistent with the podcast, but also with the commitments that I made. I invested in a high ticket mastermind at the start of the year, and that meant getting up and being on calls at 5am. I did it. You know, I jumped up and was being interviewed for different podcasts based in the US and with the time zone conversion, it might've been 4am and I did it. And I'm just really proud of myself for being dedicated to growth, to testing, to being open and pivoting and building relationships. And I can see how that has flowed through what I've seen this year. And I'm really excited to take that momentum and those relationships into 2023 to see what we can achieve. So let me run you through a bit of a snapshot of what my 2022 looked like. So in January, as I mentioned, I joined Holly Haynes's Crush the Rush Mastermind. I have never been a part of a group coaching program before, um, let alone a mastermind, let alone a high ticket mastermind. Now, when I joined, I think it was about $6,000 converted. I'm not sure what that is in Australian, but it was a chunk of change that I really didn't have. I had just resigned from a nine to five job that I picked up at the end of my maternity leave with Sam. I'd only been there for a couple of months, but it was definitely not in alignment. And so I was now hustling to make money. I was a photographer by trade, so I was photographing anything I could. I was doing social media copywriting for other photographers. I was getting down and dirty and doing anything I could to make some cash, to be honest. So spending, you know, a big amount on a mastermind definitely wasn't something that I foresee doing, but I can guarantee and I can say with hand on my heart that it was like the best decision that I have ever made. Not just the relationship and the guidance that I received from Holly herself, but also just being in a room with women that were operating at a higher level and that could come alongside and support me was just incredible. We also had to isolate. So we didn't get COVID then, but we had a few close calls and had to isolate with the boys and that was hell (laughs) that stood out to me in my Instagram stories but 
again, January was all about committing, taking action, believing in myself, taking a risk, jumping to the next level and starting to be consistent. So I saw in February, I actually made my first digital product sale. It was $153 and it was because we put a bundle together as a part of Holly's Mastermind and sold it to all our audiences and I made 153 bucks. Can I tell you how stinking excited I was to make that really without doing anything, really by collaborating. And it was kind of the first glimpse that I had into how powerful collaborations can be. And I know it's not much money, but like it kind of took my blinders off. It kind of gave me the permission to start to think that perhaps money can flow to us. Perhaps it doesn't have to be as hard as I've always thought. Perhaps there's another way. Perhaps started to open my heart to that. And so that was a blast. I also spoke at the Females on Fire Summit with Hayley Luckadoo. That was my first speaking gig. And holy shit, I was hooked seeing somebody putting a summit together to bring people together and the power that it had and the buzz and the excitement and the community. And I loved being a part of it. Again, I was being really consistent with the podcast. I was getting up early. I was being on all the live calls I could. But really, apart from that $153, I hadn't made any money yet not through the business. I was hustling. I was doing photography. That was kind of my life. March again saw me being, saw me interviewing more people for the podcast, being consistent, releasing episodes. I also got hit with a gastro bug. Spencer, lovely Spencer, swallowed a marble at daycare and had a visit to the hospital to make sure that it all went through okay. And I feel like March, I started to make money. I made my first $2,000. Oh, Guys, to go from 153 to 2000 is pretty damn exciting. And I kind of feel like I hit an upper limit with the sickness and the incidents in correlation to making more money, right? So that was interesting. And I was definitely very observant to that. And then that moved me on to April. Now, throughout March and April, I was starting to plan the Pregnancy CEO Summit. I saw what happened with Haley with the Females on Fire Summit, and I was desperate to try it myself. I had no email list. I had zero followers. Nobody knew I existed. So what better way than a virtual event? In April, I actually opened the wait list. And then two weeks later, I opened registrations and it was so exciting. I made another $2,000 unrelated through digital products. And I was also able to go and be a part of Spencer's Easter hat parade, which sounds like not a big deal, but I want to be the mom that can go to those things. I want to be the mom that is super connected to the school and the education system and is a part of my kids' lives after school, that helps with homework, that bakes the muffins, that is there to do school pickup. And whilst it's going to be interesting because Spencer goes to school next year officially, he starts big school, it's been really cool to see that my work life needs to fit around my personal life right? Needs to fit around my mum life and time flexibility is what I'm striving for, is what I'm hustling for. So that was really cool that I got to do that. May was the Pregnant CEO Summit, my very first summit, 380 women, $5,000 in revenue, one incredible sponsor. Oh, it was amazing. It definitely gave me the bug that this is what I want to be doing. This is like the best way to grow your email list to go from like zero to almost 400 women overnight or what felt like overnight was incredible. I had some amazing testimonials. I had some amazing feedback and 
encouragement and the relationships that I got to build with the attendees and the speakers. Oh, it was just, it was amazing. Um, Sam was also sick on the last day, which I was like, yep, that's definitely an upper limit thing, getting sent home from daycare when I had to be on live calls. Oh, whatever. I also made, on top of the summit revenue, I made another $1,500 in digital products. And then in June, I turned 37. So I celebrated my birthday. I hosted the Pregnant CEO Village. So after the Pregnant CEO Summit, I had a few people asking me like, what's next? How can we keep working with you? I want to stay connected. So I created the Pregnant CEO Village. I had five incredible women join and I realized that memberships are not quite my thing. I loved the experience with these women. They are beautiful and I value my relationship with them so much, but creating a membership like that just didn't really light me up. I think as well, because of the group dynamic, we couldn't get on live calls. There was only five of us and it was really tricky to get everyone on a live call. So I didn't get the connection that I was hoping for. And instead it was a place to provide value and try to support them through their pregnancy and entrepreneurial journey, right? So it just wasn't what I envisaged. So it was a six month portal. So I kind of let that run its course and then I wrapped it up at the end of the six months. But it was fun to try. I feel like 2022 for me was all about testing. It was all about trying. It was all about seeing what felt good and also seeing what didn't. And I definitely know a membership like that isn't right for me. So in June, I only made $100. Spencer started soccer and we realized how introverted he is because he spent most of the time on the sidelines or not even wanting to participate. But it was a good reminder for us as parents that, you know, we're here to guide our kids through life, not force them to do things. But I'm glad he gave it a go for a couple of weeks anyway. Um, July, I launched a private podcast series. So I was hooked by the end of the Pregnancy CEO Summit. I knew I wanted to keep building my list, but I didn't really want to do another big event straight away. I didn't have capacity and I was exhausted. So I decided to put on some private podcast series. You might've seen them. They were called the Work Smarter, Not Harder Mama private podcast series. And I did three. I did one on productivity. I did one on money and I did one on self-care, mainly because I wanted to test and see what subject or what problem, what challenge, was most appealing to learn about for my audience, what my audience actually wanted. Interestingly enough, all three of them got pretty even registrations. I had the very first one in July, which was on productivity, got 64 signups. The second one in August got 73. And then the last one got 73. So combining all three of them, there was almost 250 that had signed up. So still a great way to grow your email list quickly. And it was fun because it was only six speakers and I got to really look after them and develop a really good relationship with them and highlight and showcase them on this podcast series. And I love podcasts. So that was a really fun experiment. Also in July, my Nena unfortunately passed away. I mean, she was in her 90s. She did really, really well. So it was of course, always sad, but at the same time, she had a great life. So I got to travel out, see my family, go to her funeral. Um, and it was actually a lot of quality time with my immediate family that I treasured. I made $642 and then that took me into August. Now, August, I was a speaker at Tay Daniels Become a Coach Summit. I made almost $2,000 that month. And all while I was prepping and planning for my second virtual event in September, the CEO Mum Summit. Holy moly, that summit was incredible. I had almost 500 women. I made another $5,000. I didn't have a sponsor, but that all came through the All Access Pass and it was epic. It was 42 speakers, five days. It was a fuckload of content. I learned a lot from that event. 
And whether it's the timing, because that time of the year, there are a lot of virtual events and there's a lot of things launching and going on. And the online space is really busy, which I didn't realize before. But also five days of content is too much. I definitely know that now. It was amazing. All the speakers bought their A game. We made them shorter presentations. They're like 15 minute to 20 minute teachings. Incredible but too long. So that was a good lesson. Loved it. Knew from that moment that this was what I was made to do, that I wanted to teach other women to create virtual events, to be able to build their audience fast. Because now with those two events and a couple of private podcasts, I was over a thousand people on my email list. That is wild. In five months, I grown so fast and so quickly. And as a busy mumpreneur, as a busy CEO mum, we don't have time to wait. We need results now. We don't need to waste time on creating a free resource that's going to sit on our website for years and trickle in leads. We need a warm, engaged audience of our ideal clients. And I'd figured out the secret, right? I'd figured out how to do it. So that was in September. Obviously, I made $5,000 with the summit. I also made $3,900 in digital products alongside that. And then October, I started to really lean into energetics. I started to really lean into how I was feeling, my intuition. I got a little woo-woo. I have definitely been strategy for most of my life. So I actually bought some Oracle cards that I am obsessed with. I'll link them below in the show notes. But I started to really lean into how I was feeling because so far, in 10 months of the year, I had worked my butt off, right? As you can hear, I was consistently showing up. I was connecting. I was building relationships. I was doing all this stuff. And most of it felt great, but I definitely said yes to things I shouldn't have. Some things didn't feel good. I was exhausted and I was on the track to burning out. I think if I hadn't have stopped to start to lean into energetics and to lean into rest, and sometimes rest for me isn't having a nap. Sometimes rest for me is actually working on something that lights me up. And by leaning into that, allow me to pause that burnout track and actually reset, which saved me a lot of pain, I think. So my October was all about that. Um, my November was all about clarity and reflecting on what I'd learned this year and thinking about how I was going to to pivot into summit strategy because that's what I'm doing now. That's what the biggest lesson of 2022 was, was what I wanted to do, what I was passionate about, what lit me up, what got me excited. And so I decided to create another private podcast series called The Audience Accelerator, which you can find on my website now. It's just five episodes long and it goes through the foundational pieces that you need when you're thinking about creating a virtual summit. So I created this private podcast series. I promoted it to my audience. I had hundreds of people sign up for it straight away. I've now since then used that lead magnet when I go on podcasts, when I talk to people. And I was a part of a bundle in December and I've had hundreds upon hundreds of people go through this free private podcast series now, learn this. So that led me to launch the Summit Planning School, which is my signature program, which is my high ticket signature live coaching experience where I partner with women to teach them how to do it from coming up with the idea, the topic, the idea client, the concept, right the way through to planning it out, to pitching speakers, all the tech, to organizing it, to promoting it, to actually executing it, to making it evergreen, to roughing it up, to celebrating. So it's from the very beginning right to the very end. I limit it to 10 people each time and I've only launched it once. At the moment, I've got a beautiful lady going through it, Melissa, and her first summit is in February and I'm so bloody excited. I feel like it's almost my own summit. It's not. It's totally her. But I 
am so excited to partner with her to make sure that it's wildly successful, that it's the best thing it can be. So that is my year. I ended up making around $14,000 through this new online business that I only birthed at the start of the year. And whilst that might not sound like much to some people, it's so fucking important to me and I'm so grateful for it because whilst it's not going to fund my new car or the house we might want to buy or any of that material stuff that is on our vision board, it means that it's possible, right? It actually allows me to dream about 2023 and set outrageous money goals. It's given me the permission to relax and let it flow to me, right? To trust that it will come. Oh, trust. That's been the biggest lesson of 2022, embodying trust, recognizing that everything will work out the way it's meant to, whether it's how you envisage it or not, it will unfold how it's meant to unfold and trusting that that will be the right way, trusting that that will be right. And oh, that has been the biggest lesson and that is still a work in progress. So that is what my 2022 look like. I am still hustling for cash, right? This business isn't yet making enough for my salary or to replace what I'm presently doing. I'm doing virtual assistant stuff. I have drawn a line in the sand with photography, but I'm doing a lot of virtual assistant work and I'm paying my bills that way. But I know that next year, as I have more launches, as I have more summits, as I go into 2023 with the word aligned, I know that as long as I focus on what feels good, as long as I focus on what is a fuck yes for me, as long as I focus on what lights me up, it's going to be a better year than 2022 was. And 2022 was pretty damn good. Tough in places, but good in others. So I hope you've enjoyed that. What a walk down memory lane this was. We now have two beautiful boys. We've got Spencer starting school in February. He's turned five. Sam's turned two. I've got another launch planned of the summit planning school in January. I've then got a paid bundle that I'm doing in Feb. I've got the summit that I'm doing in March, which is exciting all around email marketing. And so already with quarter one planned out, I'm so excited. So I'd love to know. Jump over to Instagram, send me a DM. Let me know what you thought of this episode. Let me know what your goals are. Let me know if you liked this format of my recap, my year in review, my behind the curtain numbers and everything. I am an open book. I don't hold anything back. And I'm here to make sure you realize that it's not all rainbows and butterflies and six figure months, right? I don't know how many times I see people post on Instagram about their six figure year and their 10K months and blah, 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 blah. It's not all that. And I want you to know, even if you're where I was in February, making $153 from your first digital product, fucking celebrate that. That is the start of something big and something exciting. And you can do whatever you set your mind to. All we need to do is be excited. Make sure we walk in what feels good, what's aligned, what's meant for us. If it's in you, it's for you. My mentor that doesn't know she's a mentor, Ash McDonald, says that all the time on her podcast. If it's in you, it's for you. And so if we listen to that, if we listen to our inner dialogue and follow that voice, you can't go wrong. You can't fuck it up. So let's just take action, take messy action, step into who we're meant to be in 2023. And I cannot wait to see what's going to unfold. All right, my loves, that is all from me this week. Have a happy new year and I will see you next year. Thanks again for being here. I love you loads.